Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. You're listening to 3 and 30 Takeaways for Moms. And my friends, today we are celebrating six years of 3 and 30. I launched this podcast on October 12th, 2017, and I love to celebrate this milestone every October. Some years I make it a big to-do with in-person meetups or elaborate giveaways. Other years, I just like to commemorate the milestone in quieter ways, with personal reflection and deep gratitude as I read over podcast reviews and think about what this podcast has come to mean to me and thousands of other mothers around the world. Six years in, 3 and 30 has about 8 million downloads, and it is incredibly humbling. I'm so grateful to each of you for being part of this community and for giving me some of your time every week as you listen. If you'd like to celebrate the birthday of 3 and 30 with me this year, it would mean so much to me if you simply left a review for the podcast on your favorite podcast listening app. I'll include a link in the show notes that has a little instructional video for how to do that, And please know that I read each and every review that comes in. So if you take the time to do this, it will be like you are sending a personal birthday card to the podcast, and it will help me to know how the show has impacted you and your family. Thank you, thank you for celebrating this milestone with me and for being part of this community. I truly mean it every week when I say that I am rooting for you, and I am unbelievably grateful to get to do this work. Happy birthday, 3 and 30. Welcome to 3 and 30, a podcast to help you feel more like yourself within your motherhood. Each 30-minute episode features three actionable takeaways to help you become a more self-assured mom, someone who knows yourself, honors your needs, and loves your people. Listen in to feel encouraged as we learn together how to overcome overwhelm and find more magic in motherhood. I'm your host, Rachel Nielsen. I'm so glad you're here. In my Self-Assured Motherhood program, we devote an entire month to the topic of self-care, or soul care, as I like to call it. Because this is about more than just caring for yourself. It's about caring for your soul, the deep down most vital parts of who you are, the life force inside the busy, burned out mom. But I know this topic can be annoying for overwhelmed women. You may be thinking, sure, it sounds wonderful to care for my soul, but I am juggling the demands of my children, my job, my partner, and life in the modern world with so many distractions and demands. If you feel this way when you hear about self-care, I hope today's conversation will provide a bit of a reframe for you. Because self-care doesn't have to be completed when we're all alone and conditions are perfect. Because how often is that going to happen as a busy mom? The good news is, nurturing our family relationships in conscious ways can be a form of self-care. And I'm so grateful to today's guest, Dr. Nicole Sparks, for bringing this conversation to 3 and 30. Dr. Sparks is board certified in obstetrics and gynecology and currently practices in rural Georgia as an OB hospitalist. She's passionate about empowering women to take charge of their health and decreasing maternal mortality rates in the U.S. through awareness and patient education. 
Nicole is also an active blogger and lifestyle content creator at NicoleAliciaMD.com, where she discusses everything from balancing career and family to menstrual wellness and advocating for yourself during pregnancy and the postpartum period. She's a mother of three little children, ages seven, four, and one, so she understands the challenge of fitting in self-care when you are stretched really thin. I also want to thank this episode's sponsor, TN Dickinson's 100% natural clinical-grade witch hazel, which gently cleanses, soothes, and treats so many skin needs for the whole family. TN Dickinson's has partnered with Dr. Sparks to help them get the word out about their incredible products, which she uses daily in her work as an OB and in her work as a mother, and she will talk a bit more about that in the episode. I'm so grateful to TN Dickinson's for caring so much about women and family wellness that they're sponsoring this important conversation, and you can find their products on Amazon and at major retailers including Walgreens, Walmart, Target, CVS, and Rite Aid, and I'll put a link to their website in the show notes. With no further ado, here is my conversation all about rethinking self-care with OBGYN and mom of three, Dr. Nicole Sparks. Dr. Nicole Sparks, welcome to 3 and 30. We are so excited to have you today. Thank you. I'm so excited to be on the podcast today. Well, we are going to talk about a really important topic today, self-care. And as busy moms, I know we all need this. And I love the way that you redefine self-care as something that should really involve the whole family. And so I'm just so excited to hear from you. You are a busy mom yourself. So let's start in with your first takeaway. Okay, so my first takeaway is about being intentional about quality time with your children. So I know when we think of self-care, we think of only ourselves, but we should really be thinking of our entire family. And I always tell people that you can be present, but not truly be present, right? If you're sitting at the dinner table and you're on your phone while your children are trying to talk to you, then you're present, but you're not actually present. And I remember one time my daughter, she's four, and she's always telling me about something. She talks nonstop, which is normal at this age, but she was (laughs) trying to tell me a story about her day. And I was trying to send an email and she was like, mommy, you're not even listening to me. You're just on your phone. And immediately I was like, okay, the phone needs to go down. I'm sitting here with her, but I'm not truly with her. And so I'm an OBGYN and very, very busy. And I take quite a good bit of call because babies come whenever they want to, right? They they love to come at night, especially in the middle of the night. So I have to be very intentional when I am home with my children. Because I am gone for a few days out of the month, I have to make sure that when I'm home, I'm actually home. And I used to have all this mom guilt and, oh my God, they're not going to know who I am. And you know, why am I always gone? But I realized that instead of beating myself up for not being home, what I had to do was make the time that I was with my children count. And so one thing that we love to do together is we love to hang out every evening as a family. We'll go for a walk together. And my older two who are seven and four years old, they'll go on their scooters. And my one-year-old who loves to get pushed in the stroller, it's like his favorite thing. And we take a walk as a family each evening. And this time is really special for us because I get to hear about their day. We joke, we laugh, play all kinds of games. I used to be a summer camp counselor way back in the day. So, Mm. you know, we play freeze dance, red light, green light, like all the things. And you don't really need a lot with small children. It's just the simple things that are so important to them. And honestly, that's self-care for them. Like being able to hang out with mommy and daddy and playing games is self-care for my children. Yes. I love what you said about how it's self-care for them. 
And also what struck me when you were talking is that it's self-care for you too to spend focused time with them. I think a lot of times I think of self-care as I have to be alone for it to be self-care, for it to be refueling and refilling me. But I have found that when I am really intentional and focused and present with my children, it can feel like self-care. It can feel like refilling my cup when I'm really drained. Just last night, I went for a walk with my son. It's autumn here and it's beautiful. And I thought, man, I needed this. He's getting to the age where he's in middle school, but he's still willing to like hold my hand, which I know is not going to last for very much longer. (laughs) I know. And so last night when we were walking and he held my hand, it was just the two of us. I'm like, this is the best self-care that I could have asked for tonight was being with him. And so I love that you're saying it's self-care for them and it's self-care for you to get that time with them. Absolutely. I love how you brought that because I didn't even think about it like that. It is. It's special to me. And that is soothing and self-care for me that I get to spend this quality time with my children, especially because, you know, when I was training and I was even deciding whether I wanted to be an OBGYN, they were like, if you want a family, you can't do that. You're always going to be on call. You're never going to be able to spend time with your children. You're not going to be able to have all these children. And so to now be in this space where I am an OBGYN, where I have three small kids and where I am spending quality time with them. It really means so much to me and it shows how intentional you have to be because this is not what they thought could happen. You know, you can't do this. You should choose another specialty, choose something where you won't be on call. But, you know, of course I have to choose what I love, but I'm glad that I got to choose what I love and still get to have the family that I've always wanted. That's so beautiful. And I love, it sounds like this is a bit of a tradition for you guys to go on these walks. Is it most nights you get out and do these evening walks together? Absolutely. Unless it's raining and especially now that it's fall, I'm in Georgia. And so the weather is very nice. So right around (laughs) 6.30 or 7 p.m., their bedtime's at 8.30. So we do this right before bed, kind of wears them out, gives us time to spend together. And so this is pretty much every evening that I'm not on call. I love that you've made it sort of a tradition. I had a guest on my podcast recently, Kendra Adachi, who talked about how to make decisions easier. And she mentioned the concept of decide once. Mm. So basically, like, just decide. We go for a walk after dinner every Mm. night for this season, for this time. Doesn't mean you'll do it for the rest of your life. But in this season, I've decided once. That way, every single night, I'm not wondering, you know, should we, should we not? Is it worth the effort? Is it? You just go and that makes it easier to build in that quality time with your family if you just already know what you're going to go do, whether that's a walk or like we play a board game every night after we get the kitchen cleaned up. Some sort of a little tradition to get that present focused time can really start to feel like soul care. Absolutely. And I love that. You decide once and you're going to do it. I love that. And I know you're a partner with T and Dickinson's. So I was wondering if you could speak to how their products fit in with your nightly walk tradition. Oh, absolutely. So I am partnering with T and Dickinson's and wow, they have really helped us a lot, especially when it comes to children. So, you know, I'll talk later about how I use their products for myself, but we spend so much time outside that I just love to be prepared for anything that can happen. So T and Dickinson's Witch Hazel products are great for kids. I have a seven-year-old, a four-year-old, and a one-year-old. So we're going to get bug bites. It's mosquito season. There's going to be sunburns. There's going to be cuts and scrapes and bruises. And so 
I love to have Tian Dickinson's products on hand that help me when I need them. They also have these witch hazel cleansing cloths. My kids are always dirty. And so those cleansing cloths are in my car. They're in my purse. So I can whip them out whenever I need them to get my kids' hands clean. So those are products that I love and that I recommend that I use almost daily with my children. I love that because I do think we often think of witch hazel as just for women for their OB needs. I know you probably recommend them to your patients for that, but to know that you can also use them with children and for first aid and all of those other things is really cool to hear. Absolutely. Then what is your second takeaway for us? Okay, so we talked about my first takeaway, which is being intentional about quality time with your children. And so my second takeaway is being intentional about quality time as a couple. And I truly believe that the stronger we are as a couple, the better parents that we can be for our children. Like when we are a united unit and front, I truly believe that we are better for our children. And this, I would say, was easier before kids. But the more kids that we had, the more we realized we were always putting their needs above ours. Again, we have three children. They're still small and pretty needy. And we realized that it had been months since we've had a date night or we've taken a vacation together or we've just even sat and had time to talk together because by the time we're done putting the kids to bed, we are completely exhausted. And so we realized we had to be really intentional about spending quality time together And this became even more apparent after our third baby that we had last year. And so, you know, you get just consumed with everything. It's their homework. What do they want to eat? You got to put them to bed, read a bedtime story. It's bad time. You know, I tell people that it's like the witching hour, second shift between 4 to 8.30 p.m. It's just chaos at our house. It's a good chaos. I mean, I love it. But it's still by the time we're done. I don't even have energy to even hear about my husband's day. And so one of the things that I really tell people is don't be afraid to ask for help. It doesn't necessarily have to be family. It can be someone you hire. But hiring a sitter has really helped us to have our date nights. We have somebody who we've had on hand for the last four years. We completely trust her with our kids. Even our kids will be like, when is Messiah coming? Because we want you guys to have a date night so she can come. So they even want us to have a date night because they love her so much. And so it's it's really great. We try to have a date night once a week. It doesn't always happen that way because life and call, but we try to do that or at least once every two weeks where we can go out, spend time together. We're still going to talk about the kids, but that's okay. We're at least separated from them. Another Mm -hmm. thing that I tell people is try to put the kids to bed as early as you can. We used to be a little lenient with bedtime, but If I can get my kids into bed at eight, we go to bed around 10. It gives us at least a couple of hours to spend time together to hear about each other's days. Sometimes we'll just watch a movie together, but it's intentional time that we are spending together that we're not using rushing around the kids and, you know, being stressed and all of this. And so that's something that Mm -hmm. has really helped us. Well, I have to say, Nicole, when you talk about bedtime and getting the kids to bed early. I am feeling that because (laughs) I've entered a new phase of life where my kids are getting older. And I miss the earlier bedtime that I used to have when they were little. And the biggest reason why is because I don't get that time with my husband. Mm. But I've been thinking recently, it doesn't matter that my son, that he's almost a teenager and he likes to stay up late. It's okay for me to insist, even if he's just in his room reading, Right, like I need you to be in bed by nine reading so that dad and I have a little bit of time to just debrief or unpack together, you know, 
And I've really let that slip over the summer. (laughs) And the kids staying up later and later means that I don't get that time with my husband. I also think that as your kids get older, sometimes thinking about a new way to get that time Mm. because, you know, if you have teenagers that are staying out late or that are here with friends late, I've realized recently that I need to prioritize more lunch breaks Mm. with my husband. He's a dentist. He gets a set lunch break every day. I'm an entrepreneur working from home. And so a lot of times I just want to work through that time because I work when my kids are in school and it's hard for me to stop myself during my work day to spend that quality time with him because I just want to get it done before the kids get home. But like you said, why are their needs more important Mm. than his or our partnership? And so there may be times when I need to take that break, have lunch with Ryan, and then maybe that means I'm working a little bit when the kids get home. But that's okay. There needs to be a give and take with all the relationships in the family. I absolutely love that. I absolutely totally agree with that. And again, it's about being intentional. Yes. And I think it speaks back to what we talked about with the first takeaway that instead of thinking it as like a checklist item or I should do this to be a good wife, have lunch with him, it's more of a this is self-care for me Mm. to get to spend that time with him. And it's self-care for him. It's self-care for us together. And I want to give that time, not because I should, but because it's something that I really desire because I value this person and their friendship means a lot to me in my life. Because I think the longer you live with somebody and the more family life you do, sometimes it does start to just feel like we're partners, but we're not partners. Right. You know, right. and my husband and I have been married almost 18 years. Wow. And I know. And it's I sometimes look back and like long for those days pre-kids mm-hmm. when it was just the two of us. And I'm like, well, we got to build some of that time in now. It's not too late. It's not too late. You're absolutely right. Let's take a quick break to thank this episode's sponsors. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp Online Therapy. In today's episode, Dr. Sparks and I have been discussing topics that are very important to me, mental health and soul care. If you've been listening to 3 and 30 for a while, you already know that I am so passionate about normalizing talking about mental health and getting support. While I wish I could offer you all a magic potion for the hard things that come your way in life and for the worries that keep you up at night, I will always be here to show you that there's no shame in verbally processing your feelings and experiences, especially with a trusted counselor. If you've ever thought of trying therapy, I highly recommend starting with BetterHelp. It's entirely online and designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. The hardest part of starting therapy for many people is just finding a counselor, and BetterHelp makes that easy. You simply fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, And if it ends up not being a good fit for you, you can switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. I love that BetterHelp has taken the overthinking out of starting therapy, because for many of us, overthinking may be the reason we are headed to therapy in the first place. Sometimes our brains just get in our own way. To make your brain your friend, try BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash 3 in 30 today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash three and 30. This episode is also sponsored by Ritual, a multivitamin company passionate about helping you start and maintain daily rituals that will bless your life and physical body. Call me bold, but there's something I think I can safely say we all have in common. We're all a little bit of a mess, or at least we feel like a mess at times. Ritual knows that for most messy people, i.e. completely normal people, It's basically impossible to get all of the nutrients you need from your diet 100% of the time. 
They made a multivitamin that helps you fill in key nutrient gaps to support foundational health. I recently started taking their multivitamin called Essential for Women 18+, and I like that it's such a simple step to add to my morning ritual. Just two vitamin capsules once a day, with or without food. No need for this messy mother to remember to take my vitamins several times a day or at certain times of day. I just have my ritual bottle right next to my toothbrush, and since I never forget to brush my teeth in the morning, I now never forget to take my vitamin. Ritual's Essential for Women multivitamin is clinically backed for women ages 18 plus with high quality and traceable key ingredients in clean, bioavailable forms. The simple step of taking my daily vitamin helps me be more intentional about supporting my health as I get older, and that is so important to me. Instead of striving for perfect health, aim for supporting foundational health. And great news, Ritual is offering my listeners 30% off during your first month. Visit ritual.com slash 3 and 30 to start Ritual or add Essential for Women 18 plus to your subscription today. And then what's your third and final takeaway for us? So my third and final takeaway, again, we talked about being intentional about quality time with your kids, being intentional about quality time with your partner. And now we're going to talk about being intentional about quality time with yourself. And for me, this is so important because when I'm on call, I am on the go. Again, babies just come when they want. So I am, you know, running to a delivery, running to a C-section. I'm running to the ER to do this. And then I come home and then my kids are like, mommy, mommy, mommy. And they don't care that I've been at work for 24 or 36 (laughs) hours. They still want their time too. And so by the time I'm done with patients, my husband and my kids, I am completely depleted. Like if you see me post call, it's almost like I'm not myself. And so I realized that if I did not pour into myself, I could not continue to serve others in a meaningful capacity. And so I think when people think of self-care, it's like, oh, going to the Ritz, I'm getting an expensive massage or, you know, I'm going to a new country for a solo trip. And that's great. And I would really love that. But you don't have to take it to the extreme. Self-care to me is just taking these pockets of moments throughout your day where you are truly focusing on yourself. When I was postpartum and I had my son Grayson, self-care to me was getting a shower, an uninterrupted shower where he did not cry. It's almost like he knew I was going in. He would cry the minute I got in, you know. But when I would get those 15 minutes of an uninterrupted shower where he wasn't crying, where it was quiet, that gave me some relief. That was self-care to me. It's reading one of my favorite books in total peace and quiet. You know, we got the kids to bed by 830 yesterday, which was great. And my husband came in. He was like, you're actually reading. And I was like, I know. I had this goal at the beginning of the year that I was going to read one book a month. And it just hasn't happened because, again, life. And I was like, you know what? These kids are going to bed early and I'm going to sit in my bed and I'm going to read. And to me, that was self-care for me because that's something that I had as a goal for myself that I don't always get to do. And it was so great just to sit and read for leisure. I'm not reading a medical journal. I'm not trying to read the latest research. I'm just reading something that's going to uplift my own spirit. And that was really important Mm -hmm. to me. Self-care is getting to do my whole skincare routine. You know, I didn't need a skincare routine when I was younger, but now I do. I'm almost 40, right? (laughs) So self-care for me is getting through my 10-step skincare routine. And again, not being interrupted by my four-year-old who's like, what's that, mommy? What's that for? I want to use that. Although that's cute and that's great and I love it. I also (laughs) love to have my quiet time where I can do this in peace. 
And so whenever you can find those pockets, for me, it's the evening. I'm kind of more of a night owl. So when my kids go to bed, that's like my time. If you're a morning person, this could be in the morning before your kids get up. This could be during lunchtime if your kids are at school, but however that looks for you. And it doesn't have to be an hour, two hours. It's just finding those pockets throughout the day where you can truly just pour into yourself where you're like, okay, I'm recharged. For some people, that's exercise. Um, not for me, because that exercise is a lot of work, but for some people, they feel recharged after they go to the gym or they go for a run because, again, you're pouring into yourself, you're pouring into your health. And so mm. one actionable item I want to take from this is you just choose one thing that you can do for yourself. Like, what is that going to be? Are you writing in your journal? Are you meditating? Are you working out? And actually implement that into your schedule. The same way I wrote down that I'm going to record this podcast today, I also need to write down I'm going to write in my journal today. Put it into your schedule. Be intentional about it so that it actually gets done. And before you know it, it won't feel forced. It'll just feel natural because, again, you've made this a routine in your schedule. Mm. That's beautiful. And I think it really is important to realize when you are getting a pocket of self-care mm. time during the midst of your busy day. It's almost like you were saying it with the first takeaway about be present when you're there. It's almost like be present with your own self-care instead of just like rushing through your shower, mm -hmm. thinking like this is self-care. I am alone in this warm water and this feels heavenly. Use mm -hmm. your five senses to make it count, those little pockets you get. Because I think a lot of times as busy moms, we can think, I never have a moment to myself. Right. Whereas when we start looking for, I do have moments to myself and I'm going to make them count by being present for them instead of being distracted or harried. I'm going to breathe. And then do what I need to do to appreciate it. It can start to actually feel like self-care wow. in the midst of our days. Absolutely love that. I'm going to think about my shower yeah. differently today. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, it's funny when you mentioned your baby crying when you were in the shower. I actually remember the first time when my son was a newborn that I was in the shower and he was in his little bouncer screaming. And I was so frazzled yes. trying to take that shower. And I thought then my days of ever getting a quiet shower by myself without a crying kid are gone. They're over. You know, <laughs> and now he's 12 and he certainly doesn't scream while I'm in the shower. So there's hope for all those moms that are in it right now. But I think just being aware of the moments of self-care as they happen throughout the day is really important and powerful. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much for these three takeaways, Nicole. And we're so grateful to T and Dickinson's for sponsoring this episode and for your partnership with them. What more can you tell us about their products and why you recommend them to your patients and as a mom? Absolutely. So, you know, as an OBGYN, I see moms at every stage of motherhood and I'm a mom myself. And so, you know, I actually use T and Dickinson's products on the daily. But why I love it for my postpartum moms is because during that stage of recovery, you're going through a lot of healing, right? You may have had some tears, you may need some perineal care, of course, hemorrhoids because of the pressure from the uterus. And so their witch hazel products are really great for all of my postpartum moms. I even tell them they can make little patsicles where, you know, you use a pad in the freezer and you put dilute witch hazel on it. It's very soothing to my postpartum mom. So it just has so many uses for that stage. So as an OBGYN, I love recommending these products to my patients. So for my moms who are in the thick of it, you just had a baby, you're still in the postpartum stage. Make sure you're taking care of yourself too. This message is still for you. And like Rachel said, I know that it seems like you're never going to get that shower and you're never going to get that uninterrupted time. But 
I promise you that it's coming and it's so hard to kind of sit and take those moments. And that's why I like your example about the shower where don't just take it just to take it, take it and realize I am by myself. I'm in this warm water. This is my space. Let me really take this in. And so I think if we turn these moments into self-care, we can realize that we have been giving ourselves self-care all along. We probably just didn't recognize it. And Mm -hmm. so just really take that time to take care of you. And in turn, you'll be able to take care of your spouse and take care of your family. Yeah. Well, thank you for this beautiful message, Nicole. And we'll make sure to link where to find more from you and where to find more of Tian Dickinson's in the show notes. And we're just so grateful you came on 3 and 30. Thank you for having me. I loved that conversation with such a wise and intentional mom, and I hope you are walking away with some really actionable ideas of how you can start to bring more simple self-care into your days and relationships. To recap Dr. Spark's three takeaways for rethinking self-care, first, be intentional about quality time with your children. When it comes to building relationships with our kids, quality time matters just as much as, if not more than, quantity of time. So if you're in a busy, demanding season and you can't spend as much time with your kids as you'd like, that's okay. Just be sure that the time you do spend with them counts so it can become soul care for them and for you. Put your phone away, be present mentally and emotionally, and build in some daily bonding routines that you and they can start to count on, such as a walk or a board game after dinner, maybe read aloud time altogether snuggled under blankets in the family room, or a movie night once a week. What sounds soul-filling for you, and how can you do that with your kids in a way that will fill all of you? Second, be intentional about quality time with your partner if you have one. It's so easy to become consumed by the busyness of life with kids and to become almost like business partners or ships passing in the night. I speak from personal experience on that one. Sometimes my soul truly misses connected time with my husband, Ryan, and it's a form of soul care for me to prioritize it, not as part of a checklist or a should in order to be a good wife, but because he's my friend and I feel more like myself after I've spent focused time with him. For me, getting intentional about building this kind of quality time back into our busy life might look like insisting on a decent bedtime for my tweens, even as they get older as well as setting aside my work some days so we can eat lunch together. Think about your unique life circumstances and find pockets of time where you can focus on quality time with your partner as a way to emotionally refuel and reset both of you. And third and finally, be intentional about quality time with yourself. This might look like more traditional self-care, such as booking a monthly or quarterly massage for yourself, but it could also look like just truly enjoying a slow, warm shower in peace and quiet. It's important to notice the pockets of potential self-care time we have in our busy days, because once we start to notice them, we can allow ourselves to take them in and soak them in without guilt. What can you give yourself permission to do today just because it sounds really fun or peaceful or refreshing for you? Schedule it in if you have to, or be on the lookout for that rare moment of quiet when instead of immediately checking off one of your to-dos, you can instead seize the chance for some quick soul care. I want to thank Dr. Nicole Sparks again for coming on the show on behalf of Tian Dickinson's to remind all of us that the physical and emotional health of our families matters. You can follow Dr. Sparks on social media at Nicole Alicia MD, and you can get Tian Dickinson's witch hazel products at all major retailers. My friends, you deserve to feel rested and emotionally well in all seasons of your motherhood. 
And the good news is that there are always opportunities for finding soul care in the midst of our busy days if we can just slow down enough to see them. I'm doing this work right alongside you, and I'm rooting for you. I hope you have a beautiful week with your family. Hey, I'm Lizzie Mathis, the host of the Cool Mom Code podcast, where motherhood is your key card to the coolest spot in town. I'm excited to give you a behind-the-scenes, real-talk combo between some of the most influential and tastemaker mamas I know. Subscribe and stay tuned for new episodes weekly on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen so you don't ever miss a beat. See you there.